breaking into our lives in expected ways. Our first reading today is when God issues his promise to David. The gospel passage is roughly a thousand years later when the angel Gabriel announces, yes, it is the time of fulfilling that promise, a very unexpected pregnancy. In these last days of Advent, let's enter deeply into what one of our Christmas carols calls the hopes and fears of all the years. What were Jews thinking during that millennium of waiting? Specifically, what was one woman of the house of David thinking? No, not Mary, Elizabeth. For decades, Elizabeth and her husband Zechariah prayed fervently to have a child. With each passing year, the possibility diminished. Would it ever happen? What have you been waiting for this Advent? How do you address your fears as you wait? How do you maintain hope? We are so familiar with this gospel story, it's hard to remember the mood of the time. Jews were steeped in the promises that God had made for a thousand years that the house of David would last forever. And for the last 350 years, since the Greeks had captured the kingdom, Judaism had spoken of a Messiah who would come and restore Israel. When you've been waiting hundreds of years for a promise to be fulfilled, it's hard to maintain hope. On the day that Gabriel appeared to Mary, there were only two people in all of Judea who knew that the time of fulfillment was at hand, Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth. But Zechariah, if you remember, was struck mute at the moment that Gabriel told him that he would have a son, and Elizabeth went into seclusion, so they weren't telling anyone. Advent is the season of waiting in expectant hope. But how can you have expectant hope when you don't know what to expect? In the moments before Gabriel appeared, it is natural to presume that Mary, like most other Jews, did not expect God to fulfill the great promise in that year, and definitely not through her. Even the greatest figures of salvation history had doubted the promises that God had made to them. God promised Abraham and Sarah a child. But it took him 25 years before he fulfilled that promise. And Genesis records several instances when Abraham acted contrary to that promise. Hannah cried for years before she and Elkanah conceived Samuel. Zechariah and Elizabeth were well beyond the age to expect that they would have a child. Although there's never been an unexpected pregnancy quite like Mary's, Most of us know people whose lives were dramatically changed by unexpected pregnancies. There's a reason why everyone knows about pregnancies. There's something to see and talk about. A belly bump, soon followed by a baby. But many people among us struggle with the opposite challenge. The challenge of Zechariah and Elizabeth. Infertility is a common problem but a hidden problem. And its tragic relative, miscarriage, happens remarkably frequently. The estimates are that at least one out of 10 pregnancies ends in a miscarriage, perhaps one out of five or even one out of four. 
Yet most couples who suffer through infertility and miscarriage carry their crosses alone. They feel as if they have failed. The stories of Sarah and Abraham, Hannah and Elkanah, Elizabeth and Zechariah are not especially consoling to couples struggling with infertility or miscarriage. The Bible seems to imply if you have sufficient faith, you will eventually conceive. And that is simply not the case. Two years ago, America Magazine published an article called Waiting for Gabriel by the University of Notre Dame professor and Maryville native, Timothy O'Malley. He talked openly about the pain he and his wife had experienced through infertility. People excitedly talk about pregnancy, but if you mention infertility or miscarriage, the room falls into an embarrassed silence. It's hard to hope that Gabriel will ever come when sacred scripture has not specifically promised you what you desire. If any of you are struggling with infertility or miscarriage, please let me know. There are many people in this parish who are struggling with this right now. I will try to connect you with other couples for support. In these waning days of Advent, what are you waiting for? Or to word it another way, what are you praying for? It's been said that God has only three answers to our prayers. Yes, not yet, and I have something better planned for you. God promised that the house of David would last forever. I doubt anyone in the thousand years after that promise was given dreamed that that plan would be fulfilled by a poor girl and her fiancé raising a baby born in a barn out of wedlock. Yet, history makes it clear. God's plans are greater than anything we could dream of. If God doesn't answer our prayers as we expected, I'm confident that God has something even better planned for us. And when Gabriel eventually announces that plan, we will find that nothing, no matter how unexpected, will be impossible for God.